0: Hi, this is Mark Regler, author of 30 Days, Change Your Habits, Change Your Life, and you're listening to My Quest for the Best with Bill Ringel.
1: Listen up, small business founders, senior managers, and rising stars. Bill Ringel here, host of My Quest for the Best, the podcast for ambitious small business leaders. On each episode, I bring you the inside stories from published and accomplished experts who want to share their knowledge and experiences in order to help you be more successful in leading your people, managing your business, and navigating toward more growth and more impact in a changing and challenging Challenging landscape. Let's dive in. Joining me today is Mark. Mark's mission is to empower people to create the life they want and to give them the resources and tools to make it happen. He writes about habits, productivity, and happiness. His message is simple. Many people want to change things in their lives but few are willing to do a simple set of exercises constantly over a period of time to get the results. Mark lives in Suiki, Central Malta, on a beautiful island off of the the south of Italy, right smack in the Mediterranean. And he's here to talk about his book, 30 Days, Change Your Habits, change your life. Welcome, Mark. Hi, Bill. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It's so good to have you on the show. It's fun chatting with you. And tell me, Mark, when you were growing up, who's somebody who influenced or inspired you?
0: I have to start right at the beginning. That would be my mother. She was handing to me the first self-help book I ever read in my life. And she was there. And she was there was a time in my life. We'll probably talk about it later when I was jobless. And I think a part of myself was believing in me. Only my mother was the other person in the world who was believing in
1: me. Do you remember the first help, help book that your mother gave you? Yeah,
0: I remember it. I, it's a little bit metaphysical. It's called Seth Speaks from Chain Roberts. But the concepts that are in there, because this is a book written in the seventh. And over the years, we have seen more and more of these contents being even confirmed by science. For example, it starts really with the, one of the first things that I read there, which was for me incredible. I was 16 years old. And it says, your thoughts create your reality. Bam. And they're like, wow, wow, really? And, and you got into it. And this is your thoughts create your reality was like a guiding principle. From then on, I was 16 years old and I had
1: dreams and then we started. What's interesting is once you start to get your first jobs after college and so on, you often are informed. We often get the benefit of some of this activity and inspiration from our teenage years. Do you remember a time early in your career when either the idea of your thoughts create your reality or something else that was a lesson that your mother shared came forward and helped you make a decision, be in a better place with somebody, or just to take a bolder action in your own life. Absolutely, Bill. So it was, there were many milestones. Yeah, I remember a time. Let me
0: tell you about it. The most easiest thing that I learned from my mother and from the books is treat other people as you want to be treated. That's like a golden, that's the golden rule. I worked for a year at Disney World, Florida, and it was also really the golden rule of Disney. And I took that with me through my whole life.
1: And even when people were treating me bad, or I could always stick with- Wait a second, at Disney World? People didn't always treat you respectfully and with enthusiasm and kindness. You you sometimes encounter people who were short-tempered or angry or demanding, really? You meet them everywhere. But really, in Disney, I have to say, in Disney, the, the atmosphere was great, the
0: work atmosphere, because everybody, because as we have a lot of people who who abide to this rule, it makes it easier. Everybody tried, and we got also a really good training. Some called it brainwashing,
1: but I will say it was a great training. What do you mean by that, the way that they taught you and trained you to be part of the the Disney? What was your role there, and then how did the training factor into it? I was a cultural
0: representative. That means I was a German playing a German in Germany at the Epcot Center. But I said the training was really, we got a fantastic training about how to treat people, what are the values of Disney and everything. I I said brainwashing because, as I remember it, it's a long time ago eh? that's the excuse as i remember it we got five days of training every day had a different name but it was always the same stuff <laughs> so it was called showmanship or this and that or hospitality or guest services and at the end it was always the same matter but it was good because it helped me in all my later life and for example there was the one imagine when you are a leader and in the tourism business of course it's in hospitality it's better applicable but it, they always said look people who come here to disney world they have probably saved five years to come here and you don't. want to be the person who spoils their trip because they come from Minnesota or from something have saved five years. So the least you can do is be nice to them. And this stuck with me because I said, yeah, you're right. And most of the people adhere to that. And I think that's a a very good example of how to build company culture. Of course, in other sectors and other businesses, you have to adapt it, but you really don't want to, you don't want to be the person that messes up the customer experience. And that can be if you are the receptionist or if you're the sales
1: manager, if you're taking the first call. I think that's really interesting. Mark. I think that everyone listening might think that five days of training and onboarding with new employees might be a lot, but it really takes that kind of investment in order to get people to do the big thing that you just mentioned. And the big thing is to think about life from their customers perspectives, to put yourself in their shoes and realize what's at stake. It's not talking about, oh, they spent a lot of money to come in here. It's thinking about what sacrifices they made for months and maybe years in order to take time off, and bring their family for this idyllic vacation. They wanted to have that experience and they really wanted they knew that everyone who would interact with their patrons to their guests is what they're called. Everyone there is a guest. They wanted everyone to treat their guests with those values to make sure that they did everything possible to make sure that they had that kind of top level experience. Exactly. And Mark, I think that's something that you talk about when you had this life experience in September of 2013. You were working at a publisher and suddenly they said, sorry, we're letting people go and you're one of them. You didn't like that experience. And even though you had the benefit of all of these self-help books, which you love to read, were you immediately able to bounce back and launch a new career with the success like many people think? Now, when I'm telling you, of course, yes. But if I
0: really got back to the moment, I think I was in shock at the beginning, like you always are, because it's existential. I knew it was coming because I was the responsible of the German market and the German market was going bad for years. It was and really getting along with them very well because because... because I know they they had no other, they took, they could, if they would have let me go one year earlier, I couldn't, I couldn't complain. So I was really able to prepare. I was prepared. But that's also some very important thing. I was saving 10 to 20% of my salary since 2006. So I had a little bit, I had nearly one salary, one year salary saved. That gives a lot of, that takes a lot of pressure off. In Europe, we got shopless welfare. So that was another $900,000 a month. So I really built up a buffer that I said, okay, I can live, I can maintain my lifestyle for two more years. But something has to happen in these two years. And then I had the belief that create my reality that two years is a long time to create something. I should be able to create something. And then I took a month off because I said that I knew the next 23 months will be decisive in my
1: life. And then I started and the rest is history. What was that like when you decided what you wanted to do? Was your initial thought the one that panned out for you and became a success? Great that you're asking. Not at all. I wanted to build a coaching practice. I want to be a coach, have clients,
0: maybe do a little bit of speaking. And yeah, on the side, write a book. And then I wrote the book because I had these two years once I said, okay, the best time to write a book is probably now while the money comes in without that I have to go out and look actively for clients. So I wrote the book, uploaded it to Amazon, nothing happened. Wait for a second, year. So I,
1: I hear all the time from emails and videos on the web that all you have to do is upload a book onto Amazon and the money starts rolling in. That's not the way it actually works. No, no. Change change the videos. Don't believe these people. No, it was really actually I I heard
0: those two, I listened to them too, and then it was a big bummer when when, I, when nothing happened. But there are also a lot of people that they explain to you how it's gonna do, and then it's just you have to. I became obsessed with it, so I knew how. To- promote books and then little by little it was getting more and more and it was really also an important point when I had sold three hundred ebooks only in half a year and then I saw an interview with Oprah and Paul Coelho and he said he didn't sell any book of the Alchemist in the first year and his publisher said this book is a failure and I said wow I already sold three hundred more books than Paulo Coelho in the first half a year. This is going so I really it was also a lot of reframing and just this not giving up and learning learning. And this was one key point and then I, I in January I was just selling like eight ebooks and it was really once again a time where I should say okay I give up I look for a job or whatever but something inside me said try one more time I love this Edison quote the best way to achieve success is always trying it one more time this has saved me so often so I tried one more time and then I got up Amazon an Amazon promotion where I gave away Forty thousand ebooks for free, and that started it all. Because it, the system in Amazon was like this: you give it away for free for a couple of days, but then when it goes back to paid, your book is very high in the bestseller list. So I was all on top with Tim Ferriss and all these people, and then I just started selling books suddenly at three ninety nine, two ninety nine, and I could actually already live for a couple of months or three from these books. And then I got another promotion, and it went on, and another one. And then the I still- day
1: that it turned for you was, or the week that it turned was when you allowed. Amazon to give the book away? Did you put some promotion behind that to get even more people interested and aware of it? Yeah, there's a newsletter, a very famous newsletter. It's called BookBub. It's a company in the
0: US and they're selling a newsletter to about a million people and it's very difficult to get in there. They're very strict in choosing a book but I was lucky. And and when you are in there, then you can already open the bottle of champagne because you will get a lot of downloads. It has skyrocketed. It's a career starter for many authors, especially for me. I was unknown. I was self published who buys a book from me. But this newsletter placed me there. And then I repeated it. You could get on it every six months. So I got on it three times in a row. And then I made a big mistake. I was counting on it that I will
1: always get chosen. And that's when it started to go downwards. So what did you do to change your trajectory at that point?
0: First, nothing. Try to get more coaching trainees and and company trainings and stuff. But when it got unbearable, because really it is, you know, the, the entrepreneur's journey, right? It's just, it's a roller coaster. Sometimes we don't like what we see. Numbers wise. And then it's very tempting to look away and say, no, I'm a best-selling author. I'm an international best-selling. Or- I'm selling $2,000 a month on Amazon. And you don't see that you're actually losing $1,000 every month. So I, moment of clarity, I saw it. And then the numbers never lie. I said, oh, I have to do something. So I was once again at the point, look for a job or what else? And then the, in that moment, the 80-20 rule came in for me quite well where I said, okay, where does 80% of my income come from? That's where I will put 80% or 90% of my time
1: it came from books now did you come across that because you just know Pareto's Law or did you read something by Richard for instance both no no Pareto's Law Pareto's Law has been a loyal companion of my
0: journey and I also read the book from Richard Cott so it's fantastic because I also wrote a book about time management and it it, it just helps a lot also in your daily chores let's say and so I said okay 80% comes from books so I was concentrating again I said okay I got obsessed with, um, with selling books because Bill that mostly authors are poor and when they get rich it's because they sell something at the back of the book maybe company trainings maybe coaching maybe consulting and this didn't work for me so I really got obsessed I said, okay what do authors do that and I heard of authors that were really making 20 30 40 thousand dollars a month with book royalties so I looked to those guys and there was one he was a crime writer Mark Dawson I studied him because he has also one he has the course and I was like okay because when where are his books and his books were placed very well and I said and where are those all those students who give him great testimonials. Where are their books? Oh, and they were also placed very well. So I said, okay, this course has to be a good one because everybody who talks about it and does it is well in the charts and obviously making money. And then I did it and I started doing with doing Amazon ads because it was the thing that worked best in the beginning. So when things work for me, I
1: don't question them. I just do them. I don't overanalyze or something. I just... Oh, I think that's something I want to highlight for everyone listening. When something's working, don't question it. Put more support behind it. Don't change it. It's working. That's such great advice mark thank you so much for that now that was a really bold move you actually have been able to make a living selling your book off the profit of multiple books and workbooks and guidebooks and so on but that's your business model and that's so important for people to understand you tried the traditional business model which is saying books are just a way to build your list and books are something that you really give them the book but maybe you leave stuff out so that in order to get that they sign up for your online course or they come to a mastermind or some other group program, you're saying you tried it, that didn't work so well, but if you just focused on the books, you were able to not just make an okay living. How are you doing today compared to how when you left your job?
0: I'm doing 10 times as much as I did in my job. So I got now I build it up to multiple six figures. I was I have a growth rate had a, in the last two and a half years since I started with ads, I had a growth rate of 290 300% each year, even in the pandemic, because that was another thing when I, when the pandemic hit suddenly, I said, Oh, my God, what what a lucky man! I I am because I have friends who were calculating with a hundred thousand dollars of income of speaking and suddenly they had to go. It went to zero and I was already there. Everybody, ca- I was already there, already there where everybody went to Amazon. And suddenly all them, our my friends, also the writers, we, we saw our sales explode because suddenly everybody was at home, was maybe bored of Netflix, said, let's buy some self-help books. And it was incredible. So that was, yeah, on one hand, I would say luck. On the other hand, I, I said, thank you to my former self that made all these decisions because I said, wow, how did I make these decisions?
1: It was just probably intuition also. And I was really happy and grateful for that. Part of it also, I think, Mark, is that you made a lot of decisions that I've heard that didn't work out, but you didn't let that stop you. It didn't let that discourage you. You bounced back from that and really focused on what did work. And that's where you put more energy and attention. And that's what really took off. You were keeping your eyes open and following what actually happened. Is that right? Exactly,
0: absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And it's funny that you say, because I see it, with some coaching clients that are so they do something it works and then they switch to something else and i can see patterns i said what are you doing why are you sabotaging yourself keep doing what's working and then with time they learn it because that's the most important thing so it's good that we highlight it again so if you're doing something that's working keep doing
1: it don't switch it's fine can you tell about an example of somebody who has corresponded with you or maybe you've had some group calls with them and talk about what their experience was like using the 30 days to change your habits and change your life. Yeah, lots of people. So on one
0: hand, it's the people who are really like improving their life, like normal people. Let's say normal people. We are normal
1: people, but they are not entrepreneurs. No, no. I want to hear about the abnormal people, the people who start businesses.
0: Exactly. About entrepreneurs, the crazy ones, about the crazy ones. That's what I'm going to and And entrepreneurs usually use, first of all, entrepreneurs, they already have a very good basics of business books or something. So sometimes 30 days just strengthens their beliefs or they say, okay, now I've read it in so many books, I might as well give it a try. And when entrepreneurs, I see mostly in the feedback that they're doing. They're getting most of out of it with the, doing the time management things like 80-20 or the rituals. I think every successful entrepreneur has some kind of a morning ritual, for example, like where they plan their day or they do their meditation or they go for exercising very early in the morning, get up early in the morning. Those are the things that I could uh, observe and I, am,
1: I tried it and it works. So this is important. It's not necessarily about having the same ritual as Oprah or the same ritual as as elon musk what you want to do is find a ritual that works for you talk about that journey that you've seen in maybe another one of your readers who had a small business absolutely it's exactly what you said so
0: i also write in the book so maybe i said okay get up at five and then people write to me no but i can't get up at five and then i said when can you get up you're getting up now at 7 six forty. great Because it's what you say, everybody starts. So I give them kind of a ground, a blueprint, but it's also, I let them also know, look, you have to do it. What is best for you also when they ask me, oh, do I have to start with the most difficult habit? No, who said it? Start with the easiest one so that you can get confidence and say, wow, I started this habit of drinking one glass of lemon water in the morning and now I'm doing it automatically and it's great. Yes, and then you build on that. So make it easy, adapt it on yourself. So easily said, get the best out of it for you. And that's what many people do that they say, yeah, what are they going to say? I will try it. If I can get up at seven, I'll try 6.30 and then i write, oh, wow, now I'm already getting up at six. I don't know what's happening because that's another thing that happens too. So once you get in the rhythm and it, you get up half an hour earlier and you like it, what's happening because you have more time, you can plan your day. Suddenly getting up at six is not so difficult anymore. Or if you go running for 10 minutes, I'm sure after two weeks, your body will ask you for 15 or 20 minutes. So it starts small and build up on it. And the, the most important thing and I'm, is really also to build core confidence and self-esteem because when I go back look back on my journey that was the only thing I had believe in myself believe that my thoughts create my reality so I have to have good thoughts or at least manage them to a certain extent so that I don't sometimes you just have a bad day then you accept it not a problem but know that if you're having a bad day you could change it if you
1: wanted to that doesn't mean you have to change it. Mark let me ask you when you track your habits you're building a new habit how do you track it so that it's not just based on memory Do you like doing it with a chart? Do you like doing it with post-it notes? Do you have an app that you like? What is your technique for that, that we might learn something?
0: I do it all with Excel. And it's really, I have a habit tracker and I put there my habit and then every day I make a cross or when I'm sick, I make a K, which is in German, sick is krank, K. So you would put an S in English. And then so I track it because if not, it would be too much for my brain because when we don't write it down, it's so easy to cheat ourselves. But when you write it down, it's not so easy. And it's really, I would really recommend it to everybody and I'm the man who never wanted to write anything down and I didn't set goals but since I write everything down it's fantastic because I can check myself against what I said I was gonna do and then I can see was I gonna do it was I not why was I not gonna was I too lazy was I too tired was I and it's fantastic really so I have everything written down also my goals list a couple of days ago I was talking to my friend and he said but I was skyping like with you and he said but you have all your goals list you have them just lying next to you.' I said yes of course so that I can check them every day and see if I'm on track so writing down is very important and I actually I also when I want to not do a new habit I write it down I will do new habit every Monday Wednesday and Thursday at the gym or I will walk in the nature because it's also there studies have confirmed that when you write it down what you're going to do that you have a 40 or 50% higher chance of actually doing it so I don't take any chances there the habits have changed everything for me my, my daily routines so the mark from 7 years ago is a totally completely different guy than the mark from today, I had to become this guy to to make or to lead a business that I have. All only if I'm only a one, I'm a one-man show. I have my freelancers, but still, you if you are not organized, if
1: you don't lead yourself, how are you going to lead others? So true, so true. Mark, I just want to emphasize two points from that. One is how important it is to write it down so that we don't fool ourselves. So often, people will say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm developing that habit." They find themselves at the end of the month, and maybe a coach or maybe another colleague or a friend says, "So." how are you doing with that new habit? And they have no idea and they'll just reply back, pretty good, not so good. Rather than, I said I was going to have 20 days during the month where I ran for at least 10 minutes or 20 days where I ate according to this new diet plan or 20 days where I did my most important priorities. That's the level of detail, granularity, and accountability that really moves the needle for people in our lives as well as in our businesses. All of this applies in our businesses and it becomes easier to lead a business when each individual in that business is operating at a much higher level of accountability to themselves, and like you say, how important it is to lead ourselves. So, with that, Mark, are you ready for the my quest for the best lightning round? Of course, Bill. I hope so. At the beginning of the interview, I asked you about someone who, who influenced or inspired you, and you talked about your mother. Tell me, when you were a teenager, Mark, what's a song that you love? Ooh. The final countdown, Europe. The final countdown was big in Europe. It was big in Europe. What would you say is the best business advice you ever received from? someone who was a mentor to you or was helping you advance in your business? There were many, I would say, don't give up, bounce back. What do you say, what would you say is the best hundred dollar or so purchase or hundred euro or so purchase that you've made in the last six months? My headphones so I can listen to music loudly without bothering my neighbors. So complete this sentence for me. I know I'm being successful when? When things turn out, as I planned them to turn out. And what would you say is the most important habit, routine, or belief that you've stopped in the last year that's brought you the most personal or pleasure or personal satisfaction? Choose very wisely who I spend my time with. So you've dropped saying yes to every invitation.
0: Oh, pretty often. And it is also, it's one of the things that we're coming back to the other questions that it's
1: one of the things that also made me successful as an entrepreneur. I say no very often. And let me ask you, when people are using the 30 days change your habits, change your life. It is more like a workbook in many ways because of the number of questions you ask and you really insist that people reading this, if they wanna get the results, they need to respond. They need to engage with the questions in the book. What would you say is the biggest stumbling point or the biggest stumbling block that people encounter, especially people in small businesses, when they're working through the 30 days book from what you've heard? Lack of of consistency. If you
0: do it, it will work. I'm sitting here, I can really vouch for it. So most of the time, people have maybe no time or they think they don't have time. I say it in Tony Robbins' word if you don't have five minutes a day to improve your life, you don't have a life. Sounds a little strict, but it's really like that sort of the lack of consistency is the biggest problem. Or sometimes if they would, what I said before, if they would start with too much at a time, then it can become overwhelming and... You give up, so I would really say choose your habits, choose the ones that came easiest to you, start doing them, and it's also I mean the title 30 days. It's an artistic title. It does. I'm not promising results in 30 days. Although when I was thinking about a title, I was thinking, okay, most of the habits in the book, I think in 30 days you got them because as you know that the experts are discussing how long does it take to get a habit? 21 days, 30, 66, 180. I would say it depends on the person and on the habit, but in 30 days you can surely have 80. 80%, here comes Pareto again. 80% of the habits you could do. And then you just choose the ones that you
1: like and start from there. Mark, you've been so helpful and so generous today on my quest for the best. I want to thank you so much for talking about how your mother gave you a book that really changed your life when you realized that your thoughts determine your life. You talked about the importance of realizing when you were trained by Disney, how important it is to treat others, how you want to be treated yourself. When you were the German representative at Epcot, you were able to learn from so many people and be inspired by, to take different approaches to find the one that worked for you and Richard the 8020 law and Richard Koch's book that was associated with that, being able to learn from teachers who got results and you were able to apply that with your own business and launching success on Amazon. You learned how important it was to believe in it and actually get the results because your thinking can change the results that you get and using that as the lever in changing your own life as an example to others before you wrote it. So for these and so many more reasons, Mark, I wanna thank you for joining me on my quest for the best. So thanks for having me. Hey Mark, before we say goodbye for now, tell me, where is it that we could find out more about you and your work online?
0: So you can go to the homepage, to the webpage goodhabitsacademy.com. There you find all the information
1: about me. Mark, we're gonna to link to that webpage from our show notes. We're going to link to your book on Amazon as well as your Facebook and other social media so people find it super easy to keep up with what you're doing. Mark Recklow, I want to say thank you once again. Let me back up. Mark Recklow, I want to thank you once again. Mark, hold on. Mark Recklow, author of 30 Days, Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. I want to thank you once again for joining me on my quest for the best.
0: I thank you. I had a blast, Bill. It was awesome.
1: Hi, this is Bill. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast interview on my quest for the best. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite app so you never miss an episode full of stories, tips, and insights for the ambitious small business leader. Now I have a quick request for you. Please go to Apple Podcasts and iTunes and give us a rating and review. My team and I really appreciate the feedback, and we read every comment to find out what you enjoy and what you want as we develop new content, course materials, and a few surprises that we have in store for you. When you rate and review My Quest for the Best, you help other small business leaders find us, subscribe to the podcast, and join the community. You can get the Insider's e-newsletter for small business leaders by going to myquestforthebest.com.